morning. Welcome to another Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It is good to be with you for day 18 of our three-year journey through the Bible, one chapter at a time. And today's chapter is Genesis chapter 12. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word and for the full scope of your word that we are undertaking to understand and to delight in and to respond to you by faith. And Father, we pray that you would bless our time together. We pray that you would write your word on our hearts. We pray that you would help us to understand it with our minds. And we pray that you would help us to live it as we see Christ more clearly through it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took Sarah his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the place to the through the land to, to the place at Shechem, <laughs> to the oak of Morah. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on, still going toward the Negev. Now there was a famine in the land. So Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was severe in the land. When he was about to enter Egypt, he said to Sarai, his wife, I know that you are a woman, beautiful in appearance. And when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. They will kill me, but they will let you live. Say you are my sister, that it may go well with me because of you, and that my life may be spared for your sake. When Abram entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. And when the princes of Pharaoh saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And for her sake, he dealt well with Abram. And he had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord afflicted Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. So Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? 
Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her for my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. And Pharaoh gave men orders concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. That is Genesis 12 uh, from the English Standard Version. That's the version we use here on walking uh, through the word, walking with Jesus through the word. And uh, I'm using the ESV.org website for displaying the text. It's a great website, by the way. Um, So, God calls Abram at 75 years old. There's so much to see in this chapter. This is one of the key pivotal chapters in all of Scripture. We've been looking at sort of the primeval history, Genesis 1 through 11, starting with creation, going up through the Tower of Babel. Now we turn a corner with Genesis 12, and our focus is on Abram and Sarai and the chosen people of God. Out of the household that was making their way uh, from Ur of the Chaldeans to Canaan, the Lord chooses Abram. He chooses him. And he says, go out from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So Abram is chosen by God. And it's not because he's the most deserving or the most noble or the most brave. As we see in this very chapter in which he's called, he lies and says that Sarai is his sister because he's worried more about his own skin than he is about his marriage bond or his wife's purity. But also the call of Abram from the very beginning was never about just Abram. It wasn't just about having the Israelites be the chosen people of God for their own sake, for their own exaltation in God's eyes. No, the purpose from the very beginning, which you find at the end of God's statement to Abram, is that in Abram, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And as we proceed through the story of Abraham and Sarah, we will see with greater clarity the nature of this blessing and how this blessing will come. But it was from the very beginning, not about how great Abram was, and it wasn't about how great God just wanted to make Abram. It was about the grace of God in choosing him, and it was about the purpose of God that all the nations of the earth, all the families of the earth, would be blessed through Abram. So he goes out and he goes to Canaan, and they pass through Canaan. They come to a, a very significant place, to the place at Shechem, the Oak of Morah. This is going to have a, a centrally important uh, location in the lives of the patriarchs. And then that's when the Lord appears to him again. And he makes this covenant promise to him. To your offspring, I will give this land. We'll talk more about the covenant promises that God makes to Abram. Uh, but I think Everything in the Old Testament you have to read in light of the New Testament. You can't read the Old Testament as if the New Testament wasn't written later. You have to read it in light of the New Testament. So in the New Testament, we have Jesus saying, 
Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Jesus says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. And then you have in Galatians Paul saying, By faith, by being united to Christ, who is the promised seed of Abram, we are children of Abram and heirs of the promise. So believers today, believers in Jesus Christ, are heirs of the promises that were given to Abram. 2 Corinthians 1.20 tells us that all the promises of God find their yes in him that is in Christ, and that we, as we are in Christ, are given a promise from him that we shall inherit the earth. We are the blessed ones who inherit the earth. So this promise to Abram that to his offspring I will give this land, it does have immediate uh, consequence that will be fulfilled four or five hundred years later with Moses leading and then Joshua leading the Israelites into the promised land. It is the promised land for uh, the nation of Israel. But once Christ comes, the promise is fulfilled in Christ in a way that is expanded. It's expanded in terms of people from just the Jewish people or the Israelite people to all of those who belong to Christ all over the world. And it's expanded from being just the land of Canaan to being the whole earth. So there is a famine in the land, and Abram goes down to Egypt to sojourn. Now, just think about how beautiful Sarai must have been. She's 65, and he's concerned that she's so beautiful that someone might kill him and decide to take her as his wife. And his his fears are not entirely unfounded because she is so beautiful that she ends up being taken into Pharaoh's house. At 65 years old, she was a beautiful woman. But, of course, Abram's actions were were sinful and cowardly. And it shows the grace of God that God continues to bless Abram and that he judges Pharaoh in such a way that Pharaoh releases Sarai. Now, this is the first of three times that Abraham and his son Isaac are going to do this uh, distasteful and cowardly thing of passing off their wives as their sisters. But this is also the first time that the people of God go down into Egypt and God judges Pharaoh with great plagues and then they come up out of Egypt more blessed with sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. Remember Genesis was given as a book by Moses to the people of Israel coming out of Egypt. And so this is significant that God is reminding them of their own history that they their patriarch Abram went down into Egypt and God sent plagues upon Pharaoh and Abram and Sarai came out uh, loaded down with more wealth than they had when they came in. And the same thing happens to Israel during the Exodus generation. And both of those things, Matthew chapter 2, shows us were really foreshadowings of Christ, who is the true Israel and who fulfills the pattern when he goes down to Egypt and then comes out more mature and goes to Nazareth and is is raised there in Nazareth. So we see Christ being foreshadowed as the one who is the one through whom the blessing will come to the earth, to all the families of the earth, the one who expands the promise of the land to 
inheritance of the whole earth for those who trust in him with meekness relying on him and not themselves, and also in the going down into Egypt and coming out again. So God calls Abram. We will continue our journey with this patriarch for many days to come. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for Abram, for calling him, for blessing him, for showing us so much through his life. We pray that you would bless our understanding of your word and that you would help us to see that we are to trust in Christ and we are to be meek, not to trust in ourselves. And Your blessings are never about blessing us for our sake, but they are always about blessing the nations with the gospel for the glory of your name. So help us to keep that in mind as we take the offspring of Abram, the Lord Jesus Christ, to the nations for your glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, tomorrow, day 19, we are going to be jumping back to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 5, beginning our look at the Sermon on the Mount. Have a blessed day in the Lord.